Hi, I'm Dave. And I'm Claire. And welcome to My, My Mate Reckons, the show where we teach you about whatever we want to know about. About whatever things we are curious about. There's not a whole lot of... There's no... Oh, we talk a little bit about your penis. We do. <laughs> Can't be an episode without that. <laughs> and we swear. But it's not but too full on, Lesbian. quite serious. I know. Episode. The show is a bit different. And meaningful. I know. So that's a warning. So we need to balance that out with some silliness. Poos, wheeze. Bum, bum, bum. Excellent. You're welcome. Hi there, Clever. Hello, David. This week, my friends, we're going to change your life. <laughs> That's the promise. Don't we do that every week? Of every week. Well, last week we told you you were Satanist. The week before, we discovered your very soul from your neurological basis. And the we week did. before that, we told you about um, bleaching your asshole. So it's so been quite do. a month. <laughs> it's been quite a month. It's been quite a few weeks. We're anal bleaching Satanists who love a good sci-fi and... Numeral and... And, and, and spirituality. Um... This week we thought, um, I think it's fair to say that we're kind of self-help addicts to a certain extent. Correct, I agree. And personal development addicts. And I, um, some people who kind of know me in my second or third circle out find that a bit surprising because I'm naturally so cynical and pessimistic. Yeah, that's very true. Um, You're very serious in a professional capacity as well. (laughs) <laughs> I have no reply to that. I guess I am. Um, but uh, but I have found that as like I'm someone with a with a you know complicated mental health background and so on. I was uh, going to make a joke, literally, as you said, as someone who has a complicated mental health background, and then my mouth went, "No, don't make a joke about his penis." <laughs> While he's talking about his very complicated mental because, health background. But because my penis is so big, it's been a burden not only physically between my thighs, but as part of my psyche. That's what I've struggled with. That's my narrative. That's my, That's my baggage. mental health burden. Um, you can read about David's penis in his first memoir. How to be penis. I've, um, I've spent a lot of time searching for tools to unpack and explore and look at. And I've got to say, one mm. of the key influences in my life for finding self-help and personal development programs is you. Oh, I think, really, nice. um, as an advocate for it and a lover yes. for it. Because I do think that um, there's a kind of white teeth American sheen mm. to a lot of self-help programs that can be really off-putting. Yes. And I get that. Yeah, white spirituality. Yeah. A kind of an Anthony Robbins. Yeah. Or Tony Robbins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vibe is, is can be a bit yucky. Yeah. A bit like clap loudly. Yeah. And expensive. And incredibly extroverted and kind of yeah. not feeling particularly resonant with. However... Once you get past that, or when you find teachers or people who resonate with you, um, it can be life, it can be legitimately life changing. I will, I feel like I clock on to certain theories or I clock on to certain ways of thinking or I clock on to someone's work that they have done and I'll, it's like I'm building a Go deep with them. (laughs) You know? Oh yes. A cooking analogy, if you will. Yes. Whereas I go, I love Have you ever in your life cooked a cake? No. (laughs) Unless it's out of a box. So I know that bit. Yeah. 
So, you know, the cake analogy is like, I'll take that little bit from that. that. I love that little bit from that. I didn't like any of that, but I love this thing. Yeah, totally. And I just find people who are digging into their own self-awareness interesting. Yeah. So between the two of us, we have a pile of different recommendations. And I think over the years, we've come from different um, places and angles and kind of different people appeal to us. I do You've think just finished a big one. Sorry, I cut you I've off. just finished a big one. But I do think a good gateway for people maybe who have no experience with this whatsoever. Yeah. And an easy way to approach it might be um, the Tony Robbins documentary, I Am Not Your yes. Guru. Yes, yes. Because it's a very easy hour and a half and it just watches him in one of his full-on programs for a week. And it's not to say that all self-help programs are like, like that, no. that at all. But he is certainly the grandfather of the kind of modern self-help, self-help yep. movement. Yes, correct. And it does give you an opportunity to see past the Americanness of it all yep. to what he actually does for people. Um, and what his core values are in yeah. terms of being of service and helping. Yes. There is something that always... And I've watched that and I've done a couple of his like free programs mm. and I feel... I've read a couple of his books. Yeah, and I there's stuff in there that I go, fuck yeah, this is all about the power of your thoughts and action. Like this is about working out what you want and who you want to be and having actionable ways of moving forward. Like that kind of thinking is great, but there's something about the capitalist nature of what he does that feels icky to me. But he also is genuinely helping people. And a lot of people, he's like, he has changed or been a facilitator in changing their lives. A lot for a lot, millions of people. Yeah. So I I think that as a gateway drug is worth putting that. I would actually, as another gateway drug, recommend the Desire Map, Ah. which was one that came from you. Yeah, that's an easy way in. That's just a good way of thinking. Mm. And that is a simple, I probably, I would probably read the book. Yeah. um, Or listen to the audio book because where she now has gone in her own practice. This is Danielle Laporte. Danielle Laporte has gone down a very spiritual, um, a very white spiritual lady path. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you if that if you are afraid of a woo-woo or if you are like not for me, then that won't align with you. But the book, which is a few years old now, essentially is just about the clarity of working out how you want to feel in each part of your life and then working out how you action those feelings. And it's all around the theory of we say, you know, things like when I lose 10 kilos, then I'll be happy. Mm, mm, or when mm. I um, get that job, or when I meet my boyfriend, or when I have kids, or mm. when I leave school, or whatever it is, we're goal-oriented, mm. and we expect our goals to gratify us in the feeling. Mm. It's like when you talk to people who whose dreams all come true and they're still fucking miserable. Yeah. So it's actually her thinking is around... Work out how you want to feel. Work mm. out how all of those things in your life want to feel. And then make actionable steps every fucking day to feel that way. Yes. And it's not just about, I want to be happy. It's about the, spe- the specificity of those feelings. Yes. Like, I want to feel... My words at the moment that I'm kind of really connected to this year are like, I want to feel dazzled. 
That's nice. I want to feel dazzled and I want to feel delighted. And so instead of setting goals, you you go, I that's how that, I want to feel. How so do I make myself feel, feel that, that way in everything that I do? Mm-hmm. How can I find delight in vacuuming and mopping my floor? Mm-hmm. How can I find delight and be dazzled by putting out, hanging out the laundry yeah. or doing my tax yeah. or, you know, yeah. going to Woolworths, whatever it is. Mm. How do you bring those feelings into everything that you yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, I think that's such a simple, actionable thing. Yeah, and the book is so easy to read. Yeah, it's, and there's a, it talks you through each chapter. I think it's like work, yeah. um, home life, relationships. I actually wouldn't recommend people who are new to the world of it read Tony Robbins because I don't think he's a great writer. Mm. I think he's a better presenter than he is a writer. Yeah. And, and it's interesting, there's been plenty of self-help kind of writers or, or thinkers or speakers over the years where I've gotten on board with their writing and been disappointed in them as a speaker or vice yes. versa. Different yep. people fall into different camps. I would even go Brene Brown is a really good... Like, oh, she's She's a really good way in because her... Just watch her TED Talk. She has two TED Talks. Watch her TED Talk because she's on Netflix as yeah. well. And and yeah, she has a doc. Yeah. I watch that and then her books are digestible. Beautiful. Easy smart way of thinking about the way we change because it's grounded in research qualitative research because she's a social worker and then she theorizes what she's learned from that data and it's all about wholeheartedness and and she's a social worker committed to research and she's a she's a researcher so there's no woo-woo in it at all and i and for most of her books there's no quote-unquote program that you're following no, but she tells stories yeah. she does great stories she talks about vulnerability and yeah. shame she that's what she researches the kind of other side of that coin is um esther perel oh. who i adore yeah um and she's written a great couple of books and and brene is a researcher but isn't a practicing psychologist or yeah. psycho- whereas esther is a practicing psychotherapist Psycholo- yeah. and um her podcast where should we begin is her doing couples counseling it's so good it's so good it's so good we and have the same favorite episode we do do we yeah speak french to me is my favorite episode oh, if it's you're looking so good. for a way in it's so good that is where to start yeah yeah, yeah. she does couples therapy with a couple she's never met mm. And it's an hour-long session, and she just talks to them about what is going on. She gives suggestions. You see how couples therapy works, and they're just fascinating. They're brilliant conversations. What do you love about it, do you think? Well, first of all, I think she's amazing. She speaks, like, six languages. She's so smart. She's clearly so qualified. Like, she's at her peak, and she's fucking amazing. But I love that it is... Her, my brain gets really turned on by listening to her and how he, she holds compassionate space for yes. other people. And what happens to those people and to conflict and to drama yes. when, they, when they are allowed to sit in a space that is facilitated to yes. be. And the precision of the questions mm. or the nudges she provides to different That are just things, enough that are just to enough. open someone up or to... Yeah. Yeah, it's about safety and vulnerability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's which so then, true. which then triggers you in the world of self-help. It triggers you to. There's been so many of those episodes where Emily and I have, my wife and I have listened together or listened apart, and then come together and had massive like yes. debriefs or conversations about different narratives each of us holds or how relationships work and mm. blah 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 blah. Like, it's enormous. Or if you're a single person, it's an, it's it's 
it's just fascinating human behaviour. Yes. Watch. Yes. And I think because around there is so much um, privacy, mm. or in we don't we've been taught to keep our relationships private, mm. and that we don't talk about joys mm. or successes or failures mm. or irritations, whatever mm. it is. We don't we don't showcase that all yeah. of that. So yeah. what we we don't actually know what's happening no. in people's homes or in their relationships or in their sex lives. Yeah good for the majority of yeah. that because there is a level of privacy but I think what I love about this is the intimate yeah. nature of looking into someone else's life and then you reflect on yeah. that yourself Yeah. one of the greatest things I got from that podcast was the idea of um, intimacy and caregiving in a relationship so mm. like you if a relationship topples into where someone has the role of caregiver yes. for too long yes then that relationship becomes a paternal relationship yeah. rather than a romantic, romantic relationship and all romantic intimacy dies. Yeah. Because you don't want to fuck your parent. Yeah. Or your child. Yes, or vice correct. versa. Yeah. Correct. So that as a learning yeah. is like, whoa. It's massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other one that's worth mentioning that's been recent for me, and like, there's a couple of other... A, a couple of other good gateway drugs is... Um, for me and for men in particular, there was a book a couple of years ago that was really big for me and it's called, it's got a shitty title, but okay. Own the Day, Own Your Life Great. by Aubrey Marcus. Now, this is a, the, Aubrey is, um, he's, he's kind of in that zone that I think a lot of young men fall into in terms of gurus which is the joe rogan in uh, fact he's mates yeah. with joe rogan like yeah. the the kind of supplement workout yeah. like dude bro yes guy however yes. aubrey's very gentle big-hearted and his podcast is kind of amazing and it's super spiritual yeah and super based in like ayahuasca and yes and um spirit yeah spiritual and so, yeah breath somatic breath work exactly and, yeah. but the book which i was introduced to first is really not that at all yeah and it's really practical really friendly like how are you going to have the perfect day yeah. here's a chapter on what to do the second you wake up oh i love that and why you need to have a glass of water the first thing you wake up and how what you do to your body when you have a shower and what that means and masturbate is that what it, that's, that's that one word in that chapter absolutely always masturbate um, <laughs> in the shower um uh, and then building through the date your relationship to work, your relationship to food, your relationship yeah. to um, sex and play at night, and your, you know, blah, blah, blah. How, how can you construct the perfect day for yourself? And it is just chock of really practical, excellent, bite sized, minute bits. advice. It's like you can start implementing this today Love that. and have a positive effect. Because what I started doing on my own Instagram, because what I find about dating is, and the messages around contemporary masculinity, mm. is we are talking about that the majority of men are a burning trash fire. Yes. Fair. Fair. Look at history. But also, what does that mean for me now where I go? What does that mean? Where are the examples then where we go mascul toxic, masculinity is toxic and this is why? But where are the examples... Where are the where is the role modelling of positive, positive masculinity, masculinity Correct. or positive 
yeah. inhabitants of a binary yeah. male body or yeah. whatever it is. We don't have no. that. And Aubrey's been a real... Because I've, I've sought that out. Yes. Aubrey's been a real um, positive influence on me yeah. in that. I don't listen to the podcast all the time because I do find it a bit too woo-woo and yeah. a bit too woo-woo sometimes. And I think that's where we're at now, this idea of like a conscious consciousness, raising your consciousness. Mm. Conscious men mm. are quite woo-woo. Yeah. And so I follow a lot of them on Instagram because I just wanted... But it's because we don't have a language. Yeah. It's woo-woo and it feels woo-woo now because it's new and yes. we don't have... We struggle to articulate. Yeah. The whole pressure on men to articulate their emotional landscape yes. feels clumsy and feels odd at times and not quite resonant. Sometimes it's resonant and sometimes it's not because we're figuring out how to do it. Absolutely. What I want is the steps three or four steps backwards. But from landing in a place where you're like, yeah, I'm going to deep dive into trauma through a yoga practice yeah. or through a breath practice. You know what I mean? Which yeah. I go, yeah, that works and I believe in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for men who are at the beginning of their journey, journey what is that? and who are like I'm not going to fucking do a men's circle in the forest no, and learn about kundalini which I, yoga which I would now yes. but I wouldn't do five years exactly. ago exactly but five years ago I read Aubrey's book and it was the good first great. step great okay that's yeah, good yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. What I, that's what I want yeah the other dude it's the other dudes that have been helpful for me are Tim Ferriss yes um, yeah Tim Ferriss is a great first a good first introduction I think Dak Shepard's podcast is excellent yeah. and, and hearing how he talks about his relationship with addiction there's a great you know if you if you, uh, there's a great Brene Brown podcast where she talks to Tim Ferriss and Dak Shepard yeah, that's really that lovely conversation um, so that's all good but the other big program I've done lately that's been revolutionary has been a thing called Lifebook which unfortunately suffers from a presenter called John Butcher <laughs> who is the epitome of white male American self-help sure. dude. Do However, he have very straight white teeth? He has very straight white teeth. Yeah. Um, however, you can find Lifebook by going on to mindvalley.com. Right. And Mind Valley is a library of courses and different things that merge anywhere from how to uh, read 10 times faster to how to develop your psychic awareness. Great. Like, it's super broad. Yeah. And my wife and I have dipped in and out of different classes and different courses to, to some really, there's some great meditation courses on there, there's some great different. Um, but Lifebook, it's expensive. Mind Valley is expensive. Lifebook you can do on its own, separate from Mind Valley. Mind Valley. However, it's really intensive. It's like six weeks, but it's been revolutionary because it came at a great time where it was like, let's think about everything from the ground up. It plots out more. It, it, from what you've told me, it separates your life into fractions, like twelve different categories. Yes. So we're going to spend a week. And what it really looks like is we're going to spend two hours with you sitting down yeah. and thinking about really mindfully and consciously in some detail your relationship to health and fitness. Great. And then we're going to do the same for intelligent life, your emotional life, your spiritual life, your character, your social life, your parenting life, your love relationship, your quality of life, um, your career life, your finance life. So Great. that by the end, you end up with... Um, and all it is, and this is all these self-help programs are... It's just about 
developing mindful and conscious attention to yes. yourself and your life yeah. and what you want. It's a potential framework to think as a way in of thinking about who you are, yeah. who you want to be, what do you need to heal, yeah. what do you need to work on, yeah. and what do you want from your future, and what the fuck are you going to do to get it? And Emily and I have just done um, that together, and it's been legitimately revolutionary and really, really fantastic and really, really well-timed for us. Um, and... I would say that these things are expensive, but for me, I'll always advocate that people should go and get professional mental health yeah. help. Absolutely. For me, as someone who's like chronically got this background stuff going on, but I've been to psychologists in and out of the years, and it's like, well, I'm not in a crisis state, yes. and I feel like I've got a handle on things. And you've got a toolkit. And I've got a toolkit, but I definitely want to keep improving, keep thinking, and, you yeah. know, f- anywhere between three and $500 for a proper self-help program and how much that helps me versus the equivalent of what that would get me in a psychologist bill yeah. like the, at this point in my life and yeah. this point of where I'm at the value is pretty yeah I think uh, as well start with following people on Instagram because yeah. they give lots of free content a woman I love following on Instagram is Gala Darling is her name mm-hmm. and she focuses on manifestation and tapping yeah right so which is all about meridian points essentially like acupuncture mm-hmm. and the language you use to shift energy in your body mm-hmm. um and she's a really good easy way into learning about um manifestation and tapping yeah. and how to use tapping as a tool which i haven't used as much as i would like to i would like to have a better tapping practice but then they will share work from other people and then you kind of build this you network, network of other of people of positive shit yeah i've just and I think it's a thing about the content you consume. Yeah. You know, we are what we think about. Yeah. And if you're looking at your Instagram feed <clears throat> four or five times a day. And feeling shit about yourself because you don't look like yeah. X, Y, and Z. I'd rather and read a cute quote about my power being correct in my boobies. Correct. Which is what the content that you're great for. <laughs> everybody should follow Claire and Pearl. And everybody should follow My Mate Reckons. Yeah, fuck yeah. Are there any other, before we go, any other like key influential people that you really love or get on board with? Um, I'm currently reading a great book um, called The Way of Integrity by Martha Beck, and she's a great one to follow. And another way in as well, I think, is by listening to Brene's podcast, because mm. she it's an interview podcast, and she interviews brilliant people. That's how I follow a lot of people is by listening to them talk in a podcast and then I fall in love with the way that they talk and she interviews experts. The other one I listen to often is um, Super Soul Sunday or Soul Conversations with Oprah. Oprah. And it's Oprah having conversations with thought leaders who are often talking from science or from research or from a spiritual perspective what they believe and and their way of of being in the world. The one I listen to is in a similar vein, it's On Being with Mm. Krista Tippett, which is beautiful. A bit quieter, a bit less showy, um, but lovely. Yeah. So there you go. I hope we improved your life, listeners. I hope we've met, yeah, we've improved yourself. There we go. Just posited some recommendation nuggets in your self-help bottom. Did you know that wombats poo in squares? Yeah, I did, actually. Which must hurt. That's the fact. Yeah. Are their buttholes still circles? It would be very weird if their buttholes were squares. But then that goes some part of the intest the intestinal tube must it's be a square. square. So their their anus must be a square. Boy, have we learnt so much! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being my mate, Claire. Thanks for being my mate, Dave. Bye.
listening to the show. If you'd like to leave a rating and review on whatever service you're listening to, this please on, do. That would be great. That'd be great. Tell, tell your you, friends. Yeah. Tell your mates. That's right. That's the name of the show. I see what you did there. Where can people find you, Claire? People can find me on Instagram at Claire and Pearl. Where can people find you, Dave? People can find me at Dave Burton Writer. And if you have a suggestion or a question or would like to point out how much Claire got wrong. <laughs> or how much Dave got wrong. Then you can write us an email at mymatereckons at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you.